Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everyone, I'm your host Marcus, and joining me today we got Ursatz. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Late night, but having fun. Always good, always fun. Late night for you, early morning (laughs) for me, so it's going to be a fun uh, clash of energies here. at 7 a.m. I haven't woken up at 7 a.m. in like fucking years, but it's all good. I'm happy to be here. Happy to read some 40k goodness. It's only nine o'clock here. I should be more awake. It's been a long day. In one of those days. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll pass the time, you know, we're, we'll brush off the the weight of everyday life and we will pick up the weight of 40k life. And no. oops. <laughs> Add to the weight. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Today we have two uh, stories we're going to share. The first one is called Order of the Silver Tomb by Edward. And the next one is called Reflections by Dawn. Reflections. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's read the first one. Order of the Silver Tomb by Edward. Okay. No one knows what the tomb is or how it came to be, but the Order of the Silver Tomb, based on the world Egrixus Minor, defended it with the consuming hatred of a billion sons. Their role is, is as protector of the five surrounding planets, as they are under constant threat of demon incursions. Whilst the majority of the warp rift, whilst the majority of the warp rifts appear on Egrinus Minor, there are always some who avoid this point, and the sisters await wherever they appear. The sisters of the order are taught to protect the civilian populace, but will always choose the safety of their sacred relic over the minuscule lives of humans. <laughs> Priority straight right there. <laughs> Utilizing large numbers of jump infantry, they fall into their foes, screaming prayers to the emperor before destroying them utterly through the use of bolter, flamer, and melter. Disgraced sisters are sent to a small suborder known as the Black Tulip. A sister who believes that she has fall- failed in her duty to the emperor and feels the necessity to repent is deemed unworthy to guard the tomb. The armor is dabbled, daubed, or daubed. There we go, that's a good word. Daubed with shameful mark of the black tulip and taken from them. And they are sent to Father Jerfasiah, who enrolls them into the repenter units. Pentinents are are, are then tasked with defending the civilians of neighboring planets, 
a duty shunned by all of those in the order who prefer to remain near the tomb. The repentant are then expected to redeem themselves through acts of insane heroism or potential self-sacrifice. Any who survive are rewarded by the return of their armor. However, they must remain with the suborder until such time as they cleanse themselves utterly of the stain and symbolically re recolor the shameful black tulip to white. Rejoice, rejoin the order and take their rightful place in the Celestian squads. There, the sisters are constantly examined by the ministerium officials and those few who demonstrate unnatural righteousness or unnaturally righteous behavior are bestowed with the honor of the golden tulip. It is from these select warriors that a new canonist is selected. The order always has three, the canonist, the canonist Pythias, who oversees those who fall the uh, who, who befall the disgrace of the black tulip and their eventual redemption or death. The canonist Majoricus, who oversees the day-to-day -day running of the order, and the canonist superior, who waits in meditative prayer for a vision from the emperor to open the tomb and oversees its protection. Only the most zealous of all are selected for the last role, and the current canonist superior, Seraphina, refuses the honor of returning to the order five times as a repentia, believing that she is not has not atoned for her sin. What the misdeed was, no one remembers, but the rumor is that she felt she failed to kill enough heretics in a particularly bloody battle with an incursion force of world leaders. There are a number of theories as to what the tomb contains from being a, status, a stasis chamber to maintain Vulcan until it is his time to save the Imperium from certain doom, a psychic amplifier that relays the power of the Emperor to planets further from Terra, a gateway to a Necron tomb world that has been mistaken for a human creation or an ancient Eldar warp tech sealed eons ago by the farseer of craft Uthwe, who is merely using the order for her own gain. Regardless, these zealots will defend it no matter the cost until such time as it opens to reveal whatever it may conceal. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Very cool little story. They're like super obsessed with guarding this tomb. <laughs> I mean, pretty good golden life. Yeah, it's like if you make a mistake, you're like, you're no longer worthy. Get yeah, get, or taking get your armor and your clothes, you have to now go off world to fight aliens. Shame. <laughs> We're hanging out here by the tomb, though. <laughs> you go over there and do the gods work. We'll be over here looking yeah. after Vulcan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was cool. At the end, he came up with uh, a bunch of different potentials of what was inside of it. Kind of cool. Did. Yeah any of them speak to you did you like any of them particularly i thought it was strange that they'd know about vulcan but good old let's find our primark salamander yeah. have no idea where he is <laughs> yeah uh i kind of like the one um which one was it 
uh, the ancient Eldar warp tech of some type. Like, who knows what it is? I don't know. I like Xenos tech. Seems neat. It's more fun, yeah, when they don't know what it is. Yeah. Like that, even the Necron one. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's humans made this. Nothing is this smart. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Yeah, cool. It. Yeah, who knows what's actually inside of it? Um, fuck it. I like I, Where's that part? Uh, that no, no, not utilizing. No, no, not that one. The one where they're talking about how little people, the like the people that are protecting mean to them. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was nice. <laughs> oh, here we go. We'll always choose <laughs> the safety of the sacred relic over the minuscule lives of humans. <laughs> yeah 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 so like a, a mile away people are getting invaded on this planet but like no no we can't leave this tomb <laughs> sorry Way too important we don't Way know what it is but it's super important more important <laughs> than you guys i like the whole tulip thing where you know they they get different tulips on their yeah armor so. or whatever depending on what their role is it's pretty cool I was getting a lot of like Magic the Gathering vibes off that. I don't know. <laughs> Lotus, yeah. that's the one. Black Lotus. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Black Tulip. Yeah, I wonder if there's any other tulips. Like, uh, yeah, who knows? It, it, it's a cool little yeah. theme that I, I like and I would like to see kind of carried on a little bit more. But Oh, so they paint the black one on and then they just rip the armor off them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, this was a cool little story, cool little background. You have an army that likes to defend a tomb. I like it. <laughs> Simple. Simple and easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, well, the next story we have is called Reflections by Dawn. Uh, and the way this word is actually spelt is not in English. It's spelt in Orkish. So <laughs> fucking buckle up and get ready to go. <laughs> Here we go. Here we fucking go. You still don't get why he's a god. You's not supposed to keep pushed and moving. The younger booger, <laughs> as Grodd <laughs> called all the fresh ones, snorted and pulled his beanie down. Not that Grodd had any clue, but when Claw says it, it gets done. And the old greenskin always has the nose for a proper scrap. Last one was two rocks ago on Orgnock against these humies had testicles and claws growing everywhere <laughs> lost an arm but gained a claw so didn't mind much but this was different this rock well wasn't really like any other rock they'd seen before nobody saw anything till they hit the thing like a broad side of a grub hut don't usually look anyways but some get usually seen something beforehand as always, Claw sent Gra and his rowdy commandos to see what's worth a lick. So far, it's been mirrors, mirrors, and more mirrors. A few times now, a chopper went flying 
thinking there's something juicy to bite into, only to discover it's another one of the other boogers. <laughs> <laughs> Lost two and Hut's arm that way so far. <laughs> so no sky, no stairs, no chopping. After what felt like days, a few of the boogers started voicing their opinions. I'm going back, is said. There's something following us. You've ever noticed how ugly you is? <laughs> Look, you can see it. It's everywhere. <laughs> Grod grabs the slug snug, the slugger snugged into his waist and fires a few rounds into the nearest booger. As fragments of slug and orc splatter against the others and smears the reflections that they had grown accustomed to, Grod barks, As long as I'm captain, you will shut it when I says to. You's doing saying anything, boss. One of them whimpers as it backs away. Well, I did now. Grod quickly turns to the right and fires three more shots. Instinctually, Grod barrels forward, claw raised, Wog! swinging wildly until finally noticing that the only thing in front of another blasted mirror. They had tried before to break them, see if they can create their own roads through, but damn, these things could take a beating. This time, something was different. The mirror, mirror moved with each blow. Not that Grod noticed at first. There was something there a moment ago. Blue, shifting feathers, fire. All, as all were fixated on Grodd's tantrum, a guttural cry rang out above it all. Grodd turned to see Hut, another arm missing now, <laughs> swinging in the air, a spear holding aloft. As soon as Grodd gave a war cry, the sword pierced the upper thigh. Turning while swinging the heft of his claw down, grabbed the sickly feathered hand and tore through it like a soft soil. A cry then silenced. The others weren't as lucky. Three more dropped before Choppas could be raised, leaving Grodd and six others. Eight, no nine feathered freaks stepped from the mirrors, claws, swords, and stabs, and fire at the ready. With Slugger raised and claw ready, Grodd bound forward, finally some crumping to be done. Claw was the boss for a reason. Cool. <laughs> okay. Very good. Yeah. So they're trapped almost, it sounds like, in like some Chinchian maze or something. Yeah, that's what I was getting. Yeah. I thought it might have been Harlequins at first, but then, you know, feathers... Yeah, the blue and the feathers and the fire definitely some type of Chinchian one. Well, we have like that story of a bunch of orcs being stuck in Corn's dimension. Oh, and, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I forget what it's what that guy's called. Tuska the Demon Killer. Oh, yeah, um, that's the one. yeah, yeah. So yeah, who knows? Maybe a similar type of event is happening with these orcs where they're stuck in some Chinchian realm just fighting mirrors. <laughs> Losing arms. <laughs> Losing arms by the dozen. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I like this story. Uh, it was written in Orcish, but the whole story wasn't written in Orcish. It was nice. Yeah. 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 Um, sometimes it just gets a little too crazy, and I think this was, yeah, that perfect amount of Orcish. <laughs> Testicles and claws. Testicles oh, and claws. Tentacles and claws. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we say what we want. We say what we want on the inside. Yeah, that's a Freudian slip. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. I don't know if I have much to say about this. When it was quick, okay. it was whatever orcs are now fighting. <laughs> it was very good, I thought. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I was half expecting it to be horrible, but it, it was just really good. Yeah, yeah. Just, just really good. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um I, yeah i i haven't heard orcs been called boogers before have you ever heard that? no but that is perfect now i think i'm gonna yeah. refer to them as boogers <laughs> yeah like you have uh grots and snotlings so, yeah yeah you know i think yeah okay no, okay makes sense <laughs> cool well well that was all for this episode of lore hammer listener lore thanks for the two authors for sending them in uh ersatz thanks for joining me pleasure as always no problem always fun always good if you guys have stories that you want to share don't forget you can send them in at lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com heck you can send me in a message on discord or on patreon come join me on the show you guys know the drill chuck the money chuck the one dollars at me yeah chuck it all at him <laughs> cool well thanks everyone uh we'll see you all on the next episode of lorehammer listener lore Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.